Welcome back to More to the Story. I am Farron Moore. And I'm to hear more. And um, yeah, we're going to have a great day. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. We've had a good good few weeks behind us right now. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to what life is bringing. What life is bringing. Um, what was... Oh, okay. So this is um, our Mother's Day episode, you guys. So that's what we're going to gonna talk about today mom things um but before we jump into it uh we're gonna pull some questions from the conversation card deck mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we have ace metaphors tonight's conversation the sexy 69 after dark questions um okay babe you want to pull sure how many we want to do um we'll do two Okay, okay. You first. All right. What are your thoughts on toys in the bedroom? Yes or no? Why? Love them. <laughs> I'm a fan Same. of it. I'm a fan hell, of it. Hell yes. Yes. They <laughs> they help get the job done efficiently. I can't compete with a vibrator even on my tongue's best day. So, <laughs> yes. I'm a fan. Um, and a vibrator can't um, compete with you. Because mm-hmm. that's a whole different situation. Right. Hands like free, baby. They're, they're trying to make it mimic a person. I'm, so. I'm hands free over here. You ain't got to <laughs> do nothing. You just lay back and enjoy the ride, baby. Mm-hmm. So, um, my first question. What song would you say best describes your sexual prowess? Ooh, I feel like my song should be a Prince song. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with that just because you love Prince. Um, do me, baby. Do me. Baby. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't. That's that's a good good Prince song, but mm-hmm. I just know it would be a Prince song mm-hmm. that would describe it. I can see that. Yeah. How about you? That. I want you to answer that. Uh. Hmm. A song that would describe me sexually. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I initially, it depends if if I'm having sex, if I'm fucking, if I'm fucking bomb ass <laughs> pussy. Uh, by the what dog. What song is that? Oh, have you okay. ever have you ever had some bomb pussy? Uh-huh. Have you ever that? Um, and then if I'm if if we making love, <laughs> he's like ill. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna say making love or having love or I almost messed up. So oh, okay, um, it would probably be. Uh, Jamie Foxx has a song on his first album, and it's, it's it, it may be hard to find, but um, I think it's called "Until the Sun Comes Up." Let me let me look, and I'll let you know. Little for side sure. note, baby, we kind of mad just because you be we coordinated. About <laughs> we so cute. What ain't nobody jocking your style, boy? It's scotch and soda. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, but anyway. Well, I'll go ahead and ask my next question. All right, go ahead. So this next question is... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, do I want this on here? I didn't read it before. Hmm. Oh, no. This may be um, just for those that's in the chat, and I cut it out to finish episode. Um, You ready? Yeah, I'm listening. Which of my friends would you most want to have a threesome with? Ooh. 
Um, the Jamie Foxx song was called Don't Let the Sun Go Down, I believe. I believe that's the one I was talking about. Um, I don't think I've heard that one. I'm going to have to listen to it. Yeah. You want to sing it for me? No. All right. Um, which one of your friends would I most want to have a threesome with? And I'm taking it that your your mom's off the list, right? <laughs> so mama got these titties. She she t- she been telling me all all my life she ain't one of my little friends. No, mm. she ain't on the list of friends. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Just, I think you know which friend it is. We've kind of talked about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. You, you know. All right. One. We don't we don't want to share that. <laughs> okay. Get to your second question. <laughs> What oh no, your partner wants to have anal sex tonight. What's the first thought that comes to mind? What did she have for lunch? <laughs> I wouldn't want to for, do it that night without knowing. Yeah, but well, I understand you wanted. Yeah, to know. yeah, yeah. For yeah. you know, like you know, from what like, I'm told with anal, you gotta you kind of gotta prep for that. Yeah, you, you do. Know? You want to have a light load that day. <laughs> Salads, some fruits, something like that. You don't want to have tacos yeah. and. Yeah, you, know. you can't you can't be reckless with the diet that day, <laughs> and you have to evacuate as best you can beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe a liquid diet that day, you know? Ooh, not liquid, because then you're running, boo. You don't want to be running. You want you okay. want it to be able to stop. Okay, that's true too. That's true. <laughs> that's true too. Um, yeah. What was we talking about? Oh, so we did the cards. We did the cards. We did the cards. I love that. But back to um, today's topic. Today's don't. He hates how slow I talk. Fair. I've been trying to speed up. Fair talks well. like a toddler walks. It's just <laughs> I stumble, talk like I'm stumble, about to fall stumble. Down. You don't know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Has so it's many so great rude. things. So many great things that we never get to because she is stumbling along. Her tongue just like. Look. And yours be trying to move too fast, which That's is why, why you stumble over words. So we both words. need to find middle ground. Ugh. I need to I need to slow down 20, 25 words per hour. You need to speed up by 70. <laughs> by 70? <laughs> I'm not that slow, am I, guys? Tell them I'm not that slow. Tell her the so truth anyway, in the comments. Tell her the truth. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about dating single moms. And I want to talk about this specifically because I've never really dug into your experience mm-hmm. um, with that because, I don't know, I just had the mindset like, you know, I had a kid, you knew you signed up for this. Like True. that was <laughs> that was how I how I thought about it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And now um, just in reflection uh, on our relationship, how we've grown and and you and the kids relationship, I just really want to hear from you on that like what was the conversation with yourself when you decided to settle down with a woman with a kid um you're talking about like dating in college or you talking about like when i actually move out here um let's let's do both well in college i was like uh i'm gonna make that much of a difference because she can't take the kid to school with her i knew that it would (laughs) Uh, you know, potentially slow down on how much we could hang out because you have to be a mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I wasn't that worried about it in college because I wasn't also I also wasn't financially responsible for this child. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I didn't feel the need to overstep my boundary and try to be a father figure initially right. because, you know, the dad had said he wanted to be in the life. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I wasn't that affected by it. When you guys moved out did here... I, did I ever put any pressure on you no. about that? No. Okay. I didn't think I did, but, you know, just nope. what I would ask. But, but what were you about to say? When you moved out here... Uh, I, I initially, the first thing I thought was like, how are we going to go on dates? You know, the kid mm-hmm. is so young. Uh, didn't know mm-hmm. what our she outing life six. and our date life was going to be like. And also didn't know, um, you know, what it would be like to have a kid in the house. Like, I was used to walking around in my boxes or walking around naked, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommate at the time, before we, I had moved to our new place, uh, was gone a lot. So I didn't. I never really had to have on clothes. So, you know, this this all of this was new to oh, me. So, so you kind of been a nudist for a while, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I only started putting on clothes because of a kid. Okay. Because I don't remember you walking around naked that much when we were in college. Uh, I was still getting it to it then because I wasn't, you know, happy with my body. But now I'm just oh. like, oh, it's going to be what it's going to be, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, um... What was the, like, okay, now we're in the house with you. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like for you? Do you remember? Yeah, first thing is putting on clothes. Shit. <laughs> Which, ruined all my can, fun. Can you move past that? Um, it, it, was, uh, it was definitely a shock because it was like, okay, well, how do we have sex? You know, do we wait till she goes to sleep? Mm-hmm. Are there still a sneak-offs, the duck-offs, all that type of stuff? And then it's like, uh, how's this kid going to see me? Like, how mm-hmm. how's she going to react to me? How is she, you know, is it going to be... Because I hadn't spent ex- extensive time with the kid, so I didn't know, like, it, you know, she was going to call me Mr. Rob for a while. She eventually called me Dad, or, you know, would she open up to me? Any of that type of stuff. I, you know I remember mean? when you suggested, because we discussed what she should call <clears throat> you, and you mm-hmm. was like, she could call me Mr. Rob, and I was like, that is incredibly formal for you <laughs> to be going inside of her mother. Like, that was mm-hmm. a very formal name mm-hmm. to be Mr. Up. Like, uh, no, my kid's not calling you Mr. Anything. Yeah. yeah. That was so weird to me. Yeah, but we didn't push it. You know, mm-hmm. she it, she just kind of found her own groove of calling yeah. me dad. And, uh, you know, it felt good. It yeah. felt good for, you know, I've always kind of thought of myself as a uh, protector, provider, and pleaser. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, was, it was a different level of that when it's a child because they can't they can't fend for themselves. Like if stuff didn't work out between me and you, it wouldn't have doubted in my mind you would bounce back. You'd be okay. You you'd be fine. But right. you know, in those early stages of developing that bond with someone you call your dad, you know, and, and being a good example of of a leader and provider. Mm-hmm. You know, even for a young lady, you know, it's it's uh it's an integral part of life. So I, I wanted to do the best that I could do with that. Yeah. So um do, did you ever feel like a sense of um, animosity? Um, what were you about to say? Overwhelming. Was oh, it overwhelming? That, that's coming next. But oh. um, animosity regarding who had my attention or energy? No. Anything? Okay. I would never try to compete with the kid on that level. I mean, like, not I, that you acted on it, but yeah, just no. that, that fleeting feeling no, was no. there. Okay. Mm-mm. That never once entered my head. If anything, I... I, one of the things I loved most about you was how good of a mom you were. Like I, I tell you, I joke about it all the time, but I was like, well, she was my mom because you <laughs> are so good with the kid. 
And uh, I know you was like, well, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to think what I would have liked as a, you know. Yeah. And uh, But you did a great job with it. The kid is a phenomenal person. You know, she has a little quirks <laughs> and stuff like that, but what person yeah. doesn't? So uh, I think you did a great job. I think you did a phenomenal job. I think we did a phenomenal job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And yes, we did. Um, okay. So I was looking into, because I know there's a um, ton of single moms out there, and I wasn't... We have not been together all of the kid's life, and mm-hmm. he is not the um, the kid's biological father. So when we were not together, he had no responsibility to the kid. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted that out there because I don't want to ever forget just, you know, um, that time where... I was by by myself, and so there are other women by themselves yeah. out there, and that dating is already weird, especially in this um, in this age of social media and dating apps and all that stuff. So dating's already weird, and then when you have one, when you're dating with a kid. Mm-hmm. As well, as right, um, I was telling a friend of mine, you know, she was just uh getting kind of getting back out there on on the back in them streets or whatever, and was interested in this guy, and you know, she was just looking, you know, shit, he he fine, but he saw that she had a kid and was like, ah, you know, she got a whole baby, and yeah. I'm like. What they got to do with fucking? So, because I just felt like that's all she wanted, and he just assumed she wanted so much more just because she had a kid. Well, it's not just or that. maybe he was looking at the fact that he wanted more, but not with somebody that had a kid. You see a kid, you automatically think about, all right, we can't do spontaneous things. Like, that was one of the things that I did think about. It's like, mm-hmm. we can't be spontaneous, be like, yo, let's go out of town this weekend, or uh, come home and just do it in broad daylight or something like that, mm-hmm. because we do have a kid. So, mm-hmm. like, those type of things did uh, um, sometimes creep into my head, and, and those thoughts like, "What did Kinda I get myself felt into?" Yeah, yeah, or yeah. just like, uh, yeah, because it is it is a real thing, you know. Like, and then you moving out here, neither one of us have family out here, so we didn't have a built-in infrastructure, mm-hmm. a support system. It was just us, us, right, so. right. And that's um, goes into one of the the things that men or just people dating people with kids should have in mind um but we're gonna say for the sake of this men looking to date single mothers Mm -hmm. just um just knowing that it's different because of the amount of time and energy they have to put into the relationship is or put into the dating or into you as a person is significantly lower than if it was a person who did not um did not have kids yeah. or does not have kids. So um and not saying that in a negative way you have to find find your groove and um don't stop inviting out a, a single mom. Yeah. Just because you're answering the question for her that she can't make it because she's a mom, let her answer that question for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's why I asked you and circling back to my question about whether or not you felt any level of animosity mm-hmm. was because uh, I know that it can be hard for some people to accept that the kids come first mm-hmm. like especially the, the smaller they are and because they are my wards basically like this kid is my responsibility and whether you're here or not I have to take care of this mm-hmm. kid is like you know that mentality 
until you're dealing with someone who is like taking on that responsibility with right. you. Then now I tell him in a heartbeat, like you need to figure that out. Your daughter did this. Like that's that's on you. Like that's mm -hmm. that's between y'all. I'm out of it, and I love being able to <laughs> to say that. Shifted. Because I, 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 you know, I, I, I it's recognize that <laughs> Farron and the kid had a much closer relationship, obviously. They had spent every day of their lives together for the most part. Um, so coming in with of the, that. Other it, kids' life. Yeah, other kids' life. Um, coming in, facing that is a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't want to win the person over with just gifts and shit like that. So it's like. All right, I really got to make a connection with this kid, which is also intimidating because I don't like kids, you know. And so I didn't know what to do in that situation. Like, do we try games? Do we bond through music? And we bonded through a lot of things: music, mm -hmm. games, but we also bonded through cars. Like, the kid is really into interested in cars, so yeah. you know, I taught her how to recognize certain cars by the emblems on the front of the car, the back of the car, and she got really good at it. And mm -hmm. we we bonded through music too. So we will probably never have the relationship that. Uh, Farron and the kid have but yeah, I'm thankful yeah. for the one that we do have and what we built but it also took a lot of growing and expanding my mindset on my behalf because you know I was raised a certain way a parent says something to you you get up and do it right mm -hmm. then and there and I can't just, just not do that she is not expeditious this generation Z baby <laughs> You know, and I had to learn to be accepting of the way that she does move and the way that she does handle business because as long as the job gets done and and yeah in 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 retrospect that's that's what really matters. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's jarring to see you tell a child something and they don't move immediately when that's mm -hmm. the way you were raised and that's what you expect of all children. Uh, but some people just aren't that way, man. And she full on will question why we're asking her to do, um, to do something or mm -hmm. telling her to do something. And part of me is like, man, um, sweet Val would be so disappointed in me. <laughs> it's probably so disappointed in me that, you know, I'm having this dialogue. I'm answering to my child. But then on the other hand, it's like. Am I teaching her to just take orders? Mm -hmm. Or am I teaching her to to ask questions, to be curious, to to want to know, like, it's this story about how um, uh, for thanks, this past Thanksgiving, this woman had a ham. She cut the ham in half before she, she put it in the oven. Mm -hmm. And she was asked why she did that. And she was like, I don't know. That's what my mom always did. Mm -hmm. And so she goes to her mom and was like, Mom, why do we cut the ham in half before we put it in the oven? And the mom was like, I don't know. That's what my mom always did. Mm. Go to the grandmother and the grandmother, like, yo, why do why have you always cut the ham in half before you put it in the oven? Oh, I only did that because my oven was too small. Like, it, it's not even relevant to you yeah. anymore. Yeah. So, yes, I want my baby to ask questions. Yes, I'm annoyed by the number of questions that she asks or the way she stalls before she does something. Or the you know how she does things on her own time, but when I tell you that child is one hundred percent her own person, she really is. Not it's only can we not talk her into doing doing anything, her friends cannot talk no. her into doing anything, and she goes toe to toe. She will go toe to toe with boys that are bigger than her at her mm -hmm. school. Like she does not care, and I just we did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely came because I've always given her a voice because I didn't have one. Yeah. 
And so, I, think, I think that's important. I, yeah. I feel like that's what's going to be the bridge that connects us mm-hmm. when she does have some troubles or she has some 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 weird situations yeah. in life that she's going to feel comfortable coming to us with those things and getting our opinion on what she may need to do or how she should handle the situation versus trying to do it on her own or reaching out to friends that may have just experienced something like mm-hmm. that. Whereas we were like sitting here with all of this knowledge like, hey, you know, you know I'm mm-hmm. three times your age. Yeah. I, I can help you with that. Or two times your age. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, something else that you can do if interested, if you're trying to navigate dating a single mom is um, offer emotional support. Mm. Like, What's you that don't look have like? to What's pay... that look like when dating, though? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like without overstepping your boundary, what does that look like? So you don't have to offer um, advice. Like we've done an episode about like you don't have to fix everybody's problems in order to be like a good a good friend. So active listening. Mm-hmm. If there's something going going on, then you know give give them time to have that release. You mm-hmm. know you can be that person that they can vent to about it, and you don't have to fix it. You don't have to offer any advice, no mm-hmm. suggestions, no nothing. You're just there so that they have somebody to, ah, mm-hmm. to. Okay. And at the um at the end of that, like you know, to look Google some words of encouragement. That's what I do when I'm mm. trying to like <laughs> write somebody a thank you card or something. I'd be like, I don't know how to structure what nice words. Right. And so I'll Google like <laughs> she <doesn't>. Bless her heart. <laughs> messages of affirmation when you've lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. And I I reply with what Google tells me to say. <laughs> I think it's also important to Realize if you if you are going to date a, a single mom and it starts to get serious, y'all need to have a conversation about how discipline looks mm-hmm. for both of you all. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I was raised with spanking, you know, I, I was brought up in that generation, and she was too. But I know people like Kev has never whooped either one of his children, mm-hmm. never. You know, he feels like you know, why am I going to whoop you for something that you? didn't know was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And that, now when he said it like that, that makes so much sense. You know, it's different when, you know, a child is doing something against your will or something that you deliberately deliberately told, told them, them not, not to, to do. But like if they did something me. that they didn't know was wrong, like mm-hmm. whooping them seems a little extreme. That seems a little like slave versus master-esque. Because yeah. um, I think there are other ways to discipline yeah. children and just people in general. And the more that I get older, the more I am a, a firm believer in that. Like, yeah, I mean, I definitely. think it's a, it may be a time for, you know, either or, but I, now it's like, you know... Um, because I was very, um, very sweet Val energy at first. Like, I wasn't quick with the, like, I would try to sit and talk to the kid. Mm-hmm. Find out, you know, why are you doing this? Or what was that? What was your thinking that led to blah, 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 blah. And, but in, when she was like a repeat offender of the mm-hmm. same thing, then yes, I would whoop her. Yeah. And, but then I was like, this ain't stopping her either. And now she just scared of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so once I realized that, like, really, really noticed that, I was like, there's no point in hitting her. There's other things we can do. So we had her, shoot, doing burpees. Yeah. 
That was one of the running suicides, doing burpees. Was having a workout. She hated that. Yeah. So it worked for a while, but then she just like ended up crying through the whole workout thing. So after that, I, I went to tossing her room. I was treating yeah. her like an inmate. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna find something that's gonna get through to you. Even when we took her, um, like video games and stuff, she was she she was fine. She would reread the same book like four times throughout yeah. her punishment and be happy go lucky. She forgets she was even in trouble. Yeah, because so, I mean, she did what typical kids did when she got the phone. She downloaded one game, then downloaded a whole lot of, got these charges on my phone on my bill, and then she was like, you know, texting people through the game. It's like, yeah. yo, you can't. You can't do that. You don't know who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. So she did a lot of typical kid shit, but yeah. it was never like with malice intent. Or she was just a kid, you yeah. know. And to this day, she's very much a kid. She would very much rather be in her game, I mean, be in her room playing games on her computer than hanging out with people. Absolutely. She's very much a kid who loves attention, yeah. loves to be hugged on, kissed, and you know, told that we missed her and stuff like that. Very much like Farron. It's it's, it's <laughs> sickening how much they are. A lot, yes. and it takes a lot of energy and emotion, and just meeting them because I found out not quickly, but I found out that I was giving a lot of energy to people outside of the house in terms of hosting and just being mm -hmm. a beating. Then by the time I get home, I'm exhausted. He will be drained. I mean, I'm all the way drained, and I can't give get them pets. Yeah, I can't give them what I've given the whole world, and yeah. these people, you know, what I'm saying they don't care about me. What after I left their presence, so I had to reassess. The priorities in in uh, in my life. So, <laughs> um, something else, and just in doing that and realizing that that shift was needed um, early on, you realized it is that if he was very trustworthy. If he said he was going to do something, like I knew I was good in his hands. Like when I made the decision to move across the country to be with him, I knew I was good in his hands, and I knew that together we would be. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that was because I was able to trust you. Like, that's a, a big thing when Absolutely. you're, because I'm not just handing me over to you. I'm handing, you know, this, this kid over to you as well. And like, let's split this responsibility. So I have to be able to trust yeah. you as a person, your morals, all of that. Yeah. Um, and that's another reason I said I had that conversation because mm -hmm. I remember distinctly one time when I had to leave, a, I had to leave to go to a show and Fan was still at work. Now she only worked like maybe six blocks away from that crib, but I had to leave. But the kid had gotten in trouble. So when she came home, the kid was writing a sentence repeatedly on a paper because that was her punishment. And mm -hmm. so, you know, Farron, you know, justified it and agreed with me in in in, in the face of adversity, <laughs> adversity being a kid. Yeah. But when I got home, we talked about it. She was like, well, why do you have to do this and this and this? She wanted to understand to make sure yeah. that the punishment was justified. And, you know, we came to agreement on that. But, like, some people won't like that. Some people won't like you disciplining their child. Uh, yeah. The way that you 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 chose to, so it's right. very important to have that conversation so that y'all are on the same page, so that doesn't cause more friction and more division between you and the kid, mm -hmm. or you and that person because of the way you handled that child. So yeah, absolutely. So I I remember that mm -hmm. good memory back. Um, and another thing that you can do in your favor if you are dating a single mom is to stay flexible. Mm -hmm. That one was a big one because, um, like, we, at the last minute, we would lose babysitters or um, plant something cool would pop up at the last minute and we couldn't get a babysitter. And, uh, you know, 
him shifting from being able to move and do whatever he wanted to do. Drop of a dime, baby. You know, having to think about, you know, whether or not I could go and the repercussions, you know, how my energy, if he went without me Mm -hmm. and like, because it was a few times like he pouted so bad. It was like, just leave. Like, just just go without me. Leave me here. Like, (laughs) you were the biggest baby. But... <laughs> he would pout so bad. It was like, just leave me here. Just go have fun, whatever. And it was other times. It was like, no, I really wanted you to be there. And so we would just sit at home and just be awkward and sad that we had to stay home, that we would miss out. So, um, yeah. So re- remaining flexible and being able to like shift. If uh, if a going out date gets canceled and you're vibing with this person, then shift it to a stay-at-home date or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, be be able to, to And we would that. do that sometimes. Yeah. Like, something will get canceled. You know, um, mm-hmm. we, we would order pizza and watch a movie, you yeah. know, or play video games and, you know, yeah. fan will watch and I'll convince her to get on a joystick and, and she's screaming the whole time. Die. That's the exact way I still play video games to this she day. She does. She really does. Like, when I play with the kids, she always does it to where I can follow her. Like, we're in it together. And so, oh, when we play Fortnite, she's like, stay down. Just follow me. And she'll lead me into a building. She's like, okay, go over there crouch down. And I'm just sitting there while she's shooting everybody. And she's like, come out. Follow me. <laughs> she really was. Hide behind that tree. <laughs> I'll be back for you. It's like okay. <laughs> video games that video games that Farron is good at would be all the things on Wii. The Super dancing, Mario Brothers. <laughs> the dancing, the Michael Jackson thing, and and Ooh, Wii please t- give me a dancing game. Just yeah. dance, Michael Jackson. Oh, mm-hmm. the Black Eyed Peas experience. Black Eyed Peas experience. She's all in on those. But anything with hand eye coordination when it comes to shooting or driving or fighting. <laughs> She's out of the child. Mama is screwed. Um, So, and to um, jump to what you brought up about the discipline part, Mm -hmm. don't jump into discipline in somebody else's kid too soon. Mm -hmm. Like, if if they not setting themselves on fire or someone else on fire, like... Just let them kid because that's probably what they do when, you know, it's just they, their mom around. Yeah. And just because it's bothering you don't mean it's a problem at home. So, um, yeah, just just evaluate the, the situation. Scope out the scene. Don't be so quick to, to put your two cents in on how that kid should be raised. It's very important to have that conversation for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. though, everything that we've already touched on. But yeah. also it's like, you know, if the you know unthinkable happens or unplanned happens and you, your, your, your partner gets pregnant, you got to remember, like, even if y'all don't work out, this is the person that's going to be raising your child. So mm-hmm. you have to understand where they're coming from and also be okay with their 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 parenting ways because... Like I say, if if y'all split, this is the person that's going to be raising your child, mm-hmm. you know. And I I've dated people in the past who had kids, and if I didn't like the way they was raising their child, I would literally stop talking to them. I, if you spend too much time out and stuff like that, you ain't like present in that kid's life. It don't matter if you got custody. Like if you ain't making a difference in that child's life, I'm like that's a turnoff for me. That's mm-hmm. a big turnoff for me because these kids one didn't ask to be here. They can't learn on their own. 
Mm-hmm. You're feeding them TV dinners or you know fast food every day. You setting this child up for failure, mm-hmm. and y'all relationship is probably gonna be horrible. And you're also setting them up to be in the same cycle when they have kids. This is what they see. They'll you're be right, what they see. Right. So they they might have a trash ass child, and y'all just gonna keep continue that that horrible cycle. So I you you gotta like. Take out like jack off before <laughs> you had a conversation and really pay attention to the way people talk to their kids. Like, mm-hmm. because honestly, that that's what changed me in my mom's relationship. Uh like I had a kid, I had to tell her at 13 that I got a girl pregnant. You know, I had mm-hmm. a kid at 14, and my mom was my best friend up until that point. And then after I told her that, she stopped talking to me and started talking at me. And mm-hmm. that changed our relationship. That's what honestly made me leave the house because I didn't like the way my mom talked to me. It hurt my feelings. Like, really hurt my feelings because this is my fucking best friend. There was yeah. no one in the world I love more than my mom. Yeah. And um, when that Ugh. when our relationship changed like that, it changed me on the inside. I became a different person. I mm-hmm. wasn't as 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 easygoing and and I and I was very more structured. I was very more rigid. I was very more I got to do this by this time and this time cuz I I didn't want to be late. I I took all the things I didn't mm-hmm. like about my mom which I would overlook previously, you know, like her tardiness, her, you know, sometimes lack of attention to detail things like that. I'm like I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be this person. <laughs> yeah. And uh th- that's I I took all of those things and I I I mastered it. So it's a double-edged sword because it helped me be who I am to the, today. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I lost a big chunk of my life and a relationship that me and my mom could have had just because of the way we talked to each other, the way yeah. she talked to me and the way we interacted. And I can never get that back, and that, it hurts when I mm-hmm. think about that. Oh. Well, thank you for sharing that, baby. Yeah. Um. So uh, back on the if dating single moms because – they they need love too. Oh, I don't know what I thought I saw at the corner of my eye when you reached your arm behind your computer. I was like, <laughs> he lost his own. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, hold on. Y'all often, to remember. In, y'all often quieted in these comments too. Uh, <laughs> for the people that are watching this when it regularly comes out, uh, y'all go crazy. Do what you need to do. But the people in, in the Patreon, y'all still tapping in right now. I need y'all to make some noise well, in the comments section. Top chat and not live chat. Maybe uh, that's why. I don't think so. Because it was. Still was show it there, I think. Yeah, it's still the same thing. Oh, babe, it's the same thing. Um, so (laughs) please, if you're when you're dating single single moms, please remember they are not charity cases. Mm -hmm. And I um feel this because I know there are some women um who are hesitant to even say that they have a kid up front because they don't want to be seen as, you know, another statistic or just something, or just kind of pitied. We're like, it's it's not a charity situation. Like, I, it was full on solely my decision to have my daughter. Like, I knew exactly what I was doing. I was no one's charity case. I was well taken care of. It was my decision to do that. And for somebody to feel like, oh, she going to want me to pick up the pieces is offensive. I don't mm-hmm. need you to do anything. Um, I mean, that that is true, but there are some people that do. There, there are, are some, some people. people who do, but that's when you, you, you judge, you watch the landscape. You mm-hmm. pay attention to, to what's going on and the energy that, you know, this woman is putting off. And you you judge accordingly, but you don't just treat everybody like they they looking at you to answer some some prayers because yeah. that's not that's not all of our stories. That's just true. That is true. Um, and don't 
don't waste time, which I feel like this is uh, across the board, whether mm-hmm. you're dealing with a single mother or um, someone else or just anyone. Just don't waste their time. Mm-hmm. Just be upfront. Are you looking for a long term thing? Can you see anything out of this? If you're like, I could never even be in a long term relationship with somebody with kids, then don't even play date them. Yeah, or or just be honest about yeah, that. Like, like I, I I really appreciate the time, the day and time that we live in right now because uh, we've always heard that women want just upfront and stuff like that. But we've also a lot of us have been in a position where where we were honest with people. It kind of backfired, or we didn't get the response mm-hmm. that we thought we might have got. We we, we, we hope we would have got, but don't let that deter you from being honest about what you want. If you all you're mm-hmm. looking for right now is sex, then 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 be like, hey, I'm not really looking for anything right now. I'm having fun. Uh, we can keep this going and keep it casual. Shit, if but that's if the it, case, then ain't even no point in bringing up you even have a kid. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, keep them all the way out of that. Not necessarily because <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's fine. I have kids, so you can't come to my house because I don't want to confuse yeah. them about what it. Yeah. So it's still important to bring that up, but it's mm-hmm. it's also important to be honest about what you want because you be honest about what you want. This person may give you exactly what you want, but during that time, you might see something in that person. You're like, ooh, this is. They actually have a lot of the qualities that I would like in a life partner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I might not have wanted somebody with kids. I, it might not have been what I was looking for. But right now, this is this is turning into something else. Mm-hmm. And But the, even when that happens, even when that happens, make sure you communicate that. Because there, no one can read minds. If you, you, you've changed your mindset, and but y'all, y'all started off just dating, and then you find out that that person is is dating other people now that you're in a different place emotionally, you're going to get upset. But you didn't tell that person. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that, like, when things change and from the jump to have that open line of communication. communication and you might yeah. be like, oh, well, it's just casual. There's no need to talk about that. So, so yes, what? It if, it's, if it's casual or not, if y'all start going raw, uh, motherfucker, guess what? <laughs> we need to talk about everything. I was say, because you won't casually um, have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or casually catch something. Or casually catch something. So, so like, just, you know, I, I think it's always Super easy. Super gonorrhea just, just, is a just, thing, people. It is. It is. It's important <laughs> to, like, just lead with, with what your intentions are and also just do updates. Yeah. Do updates. That That is, I, we do updates a lot. We do. Like, we hey, do. I just checking the climate. Everything's and good. Even Anything sometimes, we need to talk about? like, if we bring up something and as we're saying it, we'll be like, wait a minute, I'm projecting. Actually, this is a problem I'm having. Let me tell you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> In a shift um, immediately. Like, we just so just talk about it. Talk, talk, talk. Um, and I just say, like, be honest with everybody, just upfront, friends, family, shit. Just, yeah. Yeah. Because it, it makes it easier when people save yourself the when, headache. When people want to come to you about something, but they, if they already know that you ain't going to be about that, that, that bullshit or whatever it is they want to come to you, it's something you would consider bullshit. Most times they'll just leave you out of it. Yeah. And now you saved yourself a conversation of having to tell somebody no because it's hard to tell the people we care about no. You know what I mean? Because you care about them, obviously. But, like, if you be honest from the jump, like, what you is what you're not going to do, what you are and what you are not going to do, mm-hmm. then it makes it easier to yeah. have those conversations. Like, hey, you, like, look, you know, I already told you. Right. That ain't, that ain't the <laughs> shit I'm on. So. Yeah. And also remember that single moms are people, too. They often are just looked at as, you know, um, the people responsible for these for these sticky people running around. But, <laughs> but they um, 
are moms too and have needs and all of that. That's why like my favorite thing to give a baby showers is a gift for the mom. I'm like everybody is gonna be getting shit for this kid. Mm-hmm. But nobody's looking out for mom. And just in that that transition, that weird body phase between I had a kid and now the kid is here, shit fit weird, you need stuff you never thought you need, and it's weird. So just that's why I, you know, I focus on the mom because you just have all the feels and emotions for even a baby shower. So just remembering that they have their own needs their whole life should not and does not revolve around their children. They mm-hmm. the kids because they're so damn needy, they just take up a lot of it, but it should not revolve around it. True. Um but that's mostly is there anything you want to share that you wish you had known before um beforehand? Um I wish I knew how to love a little bit better b- beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz I I'm a good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was a good boyfriend. I was a good friend, yes. but when it comes to being a parent, it's a different type of love mm-hmm. that you like. I loved a lot of people conditionally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I fuck with you long as you don't fuck me over. And kids will sometimes fuck you over emotionally, financially, mm-hmm. uh, uh, physically, all of that type yeah. of shit. And you still have to be able to say, "Hey, still I love still you. love this little <laughs> fucker. I'm still gonna feed this little fucker, and clothe, and 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 make sure they bathe yeah. and all that type of stuff. Put a roof over their head." All of that type of shit, and it's, it's it's one of those things. But because I didn't have the most experience with it, I've always felt like I was playing catch up with it. And then mm-hmm. I also have to be comfortable in the way that I love. Like right, I, you can right. understand the way a person needs to be loved and and work toward getting there. But at the same time, you have to also be like okay with the way that you can show love, long as you have intentions yeah. of changing to make sure that person is comfortable. Right. Because I didn't know how the kid needed to be loved. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I honestly didn't know how I needed to be loved. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I I like love. It feels good. I like gifts and stuff like that. But I didn't know that my love language was was acts of service. Like, I didn't know that in mm-hmm. gifts, like, until I, I read about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, find out what you love. Find out what you like and how you like yeah. to be treated. And then it makes it easier to digest when other people have something different that they need from yeah. you. Not only find out um, how you want to be loved, but understand all of the love languages so that you can better identify them when mm-hmm. dealing with people. Because after I read um, that book, I was able to immediately identify the kids and yours. Mm-hmm. And remember, and I wrote it on the whiteboard, and that's what led you into... Um, did you you read the book, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's what led you into to reading it because you were like, that's spot on. What she just find out that I don't know, mm-hmm. and so um, it it helped helps a lot understanding why you used to show me you love me the way you did, mm-hmm. because then I under you you display it the way you want to be shown it. Yeah, and so you were doing things for me that you understood to be acts of love or mm-hmm. ways to to display your love. And I was doing the same. I'm trying to give you all my time. And you're like, I don't need that, but yeah. I do like this outfit. And, I'm like, yeah. and then you would try to buy me stuff. Like, look, I bought you this. And I'm like, that's I, nice, I but give me all your time. Expensive shoes. She'd be like, oh, this is great. And set it to the side. I'm like, can we watch a movie? I'm like, oh my God, I just... <laughs> gave you those shoes you want to put them on walk around the house and stuff like right. that but that and wasn't I'm the like, way she needed so love why he's so stressed out don't he love all this love I'm giving him I'm you know just and I all love in love. his face and space but and... I also need I no. need it 
you needed my them personal Jordans. time too. <laughs> like that's that was very important to me. Yeah. And going from you know being able to be in my room by myself when I lived with my roommate, or being in the living room because he's gone, to every room in the house being occupied potentially mm-hmm. was very jarring for me. So just know that you know if you are dating someone with with a child or children, then that may happen. Especially if y'all move in together, like you're not gonna have a lot of personal space unless yeah. one of y'all are rich or y'all are well off living <laughs> in the Midwest or, or Middle America. But that mean, a- yeah, and that may not be a. Um, I was just thinking like that may not even be a concern. Like you, you don't even. It's one of those things you don't think about until mm-hmm. you're in it. So um, think about that as as well, because I know we were like. <laughs> up to our necks in dealing with that issue of him realizing like oh I have like a no personal space yeah. at all um, I feel I feel like I'm in that space now mm. <laughs> at home I see that. but uh, yeah so but it be it be only seeming like you want the personal space no because even when I even when I, I close myself out on the patio yeah or I like, go sit in the front of my car if I try to like stay in the room and stay in the office you'll come up there and be like, hey, what you doing or something like that. So I just, I just not assume, but I thought that it wasn't that of a high priority for you to have. No, your it's own. just habit for me to just make sure everybody's okay. Okay, why don't you take off for a week? Like anyway, just not do, so no, I'm saying, I'm saying like <laughs> take off from a week of doing that. I mean, other than like when the kid is home, but like during the day, just. Because if I have a problem, I'm going to come to you. I'm comfortable coming to you when I have something. Okay. So won't you just so be like. So just stop being like, you need anything? Yeah. Ugh, uh, I don't know, honey. We'll see. I mean, just try it for a week. Or try, instead of a week, try it for three days. Like, I, these three days, I'm just going to focus on me. I'm going to have to leave the house. Um, you can do that. No, no, I need to be, oh, I need to know how to do it while you're there. Well, Just I mean, like you need to be able to not feel obligated to entertain me right. or well, whatever. I mean, we Just got, because we got I'm this in the office. Room. One of us could come up here, and I think you could come yeah, up here. And I was just talking off. to Tony about coming here more yeah. often and stuff, and he was like, yes, please do. So I am. Yeah, I, I think, am, I and am. And then it might bleed over into other areas. Like, because, yeah. I mean, I think it's important, especially now, because, like, we work together during this, she helps me with spelling is hard and all of those type of things. Then we spend all our time together at home for the most part. Uh, we go out together. We do date nights. It's a lot easier to have access to one another. But that you time is important, too. Like I said, yeah. that's when I process feelings. That's when I process Ooh. game plans. That's when mm-hmm. I process emotional stress that I may be going through. All of that time is trying to be, you know, divided amongst everything that we're doing but if we're always together when are you doing that when are you taking time to decompress when are you taking time to think of the next sweet thing to do when are you doing any of that if you're always with that person so mm-hmm. um it's important to have that that personal yeah. time so absolutely you know. won't argue with you there babe so yeah maybe i will <laughs> oh my god i almost died a little bit she did hey she- so- <laughs> So, um, happy Mother's Day to all my mamas out hey, there. Mamas. I just wanted to show um, my single mama some love because um, I, I don't, I did not forget that life um, mm-hmm. and everything. So, love y'all so much. My mama was a single mama. Love her my so much. Was too. His mama was a single mama. Love her so much, even though she didn't like me. 
Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's another episode for here another day. So this has been a great episode. Join the Patreon if you Am haven't right? already, because you would have seen this already live in studio. And also, and, uh, be mm-hmm. looking out because the tour is uh, set. We got the nine Everything dates. Bagel Tour. Yeah, it's not the Villa Tour, but EverythingBagel.com. <laughs> EverythingBagelTour.com or to hear more.com. You can get bagel tickets for either one of those. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we appreciate y'all. Um, yes, thank you guys so much. Yeah, absolutely. And Jazzy, we are bringing CT and Tangerine back. We yes, we definitely agree. are. We got to do a get whole back. episode yeah. of the cards because I think that's going to be great. Yeah, to see that side of, yes. of CT. That is, was a lot dope. of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed them. So we appreciate y'all watching as always, man. Make sure y'all yes. are uh, following and subscribe to all of our platforms. Uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more from Farron. She has a new show that she's working on. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it's about because I'm going to let her do it, but she's very excited about it. So be looking out for that. Yes, uh, Patreon will get it first. Yeah, 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 yeah. For yes, sure, for yes. sure, for sure. Uh, other than that, man, I'm to hear more. And I'm Farron more. We'll see you next time on another episode of More, more to, to the, the story. story. Peace, guys. <laughs>